Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What is up, guys? Welcome to the podcast, episode 618. Kurt Geyer speaking here from the studio. Eric Hammond. Doug Schmidt. Ross Bigger. Lee Herr. We're all here. Not everybody in the intro was there for the podcast. This was recorded at ATA show, but I considered it a full-length episode yep. uh, that we did with Corey. Uh, really awesome guy, a uh, really nice guy for somebody that could literally kill you if he wanted to, just with his bare hands. In a blink of an eye. Thankfully, he didn't decide to kill us. And uh, this episode, he could he easily could have killed us. All, all three of all us. All three of us. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those. Uh, I've been around some fighters, more like like semi pro, amateur love for fighters. And I'm like, I don't know how to talk to these high level dudes sometimes. So right. it, we got in, we finally got comfortable. So yeah, he was cool as um, shit. Really awesome guy. You can tell he's passionate about the outdoors. So that was nice to see. Do you want to start with a veteran shout out, Doug? Um, I can. Wasn't really ready. But. Oh, okay. Well, wait. We can wait. <laughs> no, no I'll go ahead. Go I'm ahead. going for it. Uh, oh, hold, on, hold, on, by, hold on. You know, we don't. We oh, need yeah. music. Me. For the nope, nope, nope. What's one? Yeah, there it is. Forget. Okay. This was submitted by Zachary Hill. The veteran is Joseph Felipe. He's in the Army. Says he has been on active duty for seven years and is in the human resource captain, which means he never works. Awesome. <laughs> Don't throw shade at his veteran <laughs> shout out. <laughs> hey, he did it, not me. <laughs> this guy has the bow hunting drive and loves to tune and do all the work himself. Oh, tune and do all the work himself on his bow. Get he has had the chance to get an elk tag. An elk cow tag this year and was able to secure that kill. I just want to congratulate on that as well. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so it says he has eight years of bow hunting, so must be bow hunting a lot when he's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of jealousy going on here from the yeah, guy that submitted the No, no. no. Yeah. Hey, you got to throw some shade when you can at your buddies. That's right. But thanks for sending that, Zach, and uh, thank you for your service, Joseph. Thanks, yeah, Zach. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Joseph. You sound way cooler than Zach. 100%. <laughs> I'll have to meet him in person to debate that. Tune my bow. Then we'll talk. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know. Cool. Good job, Doug. And thank you, guys. If you want to submit a veteran shout-out, where the fuck do they do it, Doug? Please enlighten everybody. Go to workingclassbowhunter.com and then 
contact, contact tab. tab. It's literally contact in the contact tab. tab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, let's see, and it goes straight to my email. So yeah, I probably need to double check and make sure that's updated. But we've been behind on them. They're going somewhere else. Yeah, they're going to. <laughs> How do you forget that every time? I don't know. It's literally like one of your only jobs. <laughs> it's like Remember one of two jobs tab. you have. Print out papers. And it's hard out here. It's tough. Good job, Doug. Well, thank you for that. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. Um, exciting news, everybody. Lee is now a part of the Elite Archery family. Ooh, um, he's, amp up. He's no longer gay. <laughs> Still on a cult, though. Still on a cult. Well, uh, well yeah. Um, you almost had it. How do you feel about review. making the transition, if you will? I've been a single bow brand my whole life. Uh, transition to this one. I've shot it once. I shot. I've shot a couple. I shot yours. Uh, what was last year? An era. Uh, Omnia. No, before that. Mm, I shot Envision. Envision. Yeah. Envision, You're yeah. also still shooting an Envision, aren't you? I no. I'm just. I went to switch to a new one. So. Yeah. Uh, but you were for. But that, I love that Envision. Honestly, that's the best bow since. Oof. You just couldn't let it go. Oof. It's been a while, but I love I love that invasion. How many elites do you think you've owned? You you've been Ooh. shooting elite before us, even. Yeah, I, I started with a Z twenty eight, so that's been a long time ago. Um, a Camaro? You yeah. sw- you switched <laughs> from a Z twenty eight into elite, ago. so that no you- no a Z twenty eight was the elite bow. How the fuck do I not even know that? I thought that was a Matthews. Z7 this is a Matthews. Oh. Yeah. So Z's going see, That's before me. I, did, I wasn't yeah. around for the Z twenty eight. Too many so, Z's. Everyone's sleeping. That's been a long time ago. I, I don't know. Fifty. How, how many bows? Let's look. I have 40. <laughs> 40 elites? I, I don't I would say 40 elites. Yeah, I'm going to pull up this. Damn. Thing. I don't know. I figure. <laughs> That's a lot of bows. And what's it been? 15 years? 16 years? I mean, it's still a lot for 15 years. Oh, but, yeah. But, but, but I'm buying like, like the Elite Hunter was the same era? The Hunter was the next one up past the uh, Z28. But the same era, though, right? Uh, Z28 was older then. So it's an 09. And it's different. They re- rebranded. Uh, their logo and everything on the hunter. So if you look back to their old logo, it's like a cursive writing. The looking, cursive, yeah, elite. Yeah. And I like that. that yeah, was, it was cool. Yep. Okay. No kidding. All right. Well, I learned something. That's cool. I, I'm not uh, fully in depth of the. Oh, here. I don't. I'm waiting for Austin to get here. He's got my adapter, so you guys can't see the screen. But I'm oh, looking at it. 28 right now. Yep. Fucking asshole. I can late. see it. Um. Thanks, Doug. But yeah, elite archery. We like them. We've been shooting them. Since 2015, the Energy Series is when we dove in. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we've been enjoying them. So we think you will, too. Uh, join the Elite family. <coughs> uh, we don't have a code right now, but get to your local dealer, sling some arrows, tell them we sent you. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Big Time. Big Time. Uh, I'm thinking, right now, here's what I'm thinking about with Big Time, because I can't supplemental feed in Illinois. And neither can Rob. Shame. Nope. Uh, I'm Sucks. thinking about Clover and Borderline right now. Yes. Yep. What are you guys thinking about? That's why I'm going through my. I'm going to change up my food plots a little bit Don't next year. Glasses. Those are mine. They are. I just set them right there. Mine are right there. I thought you were fucking up my loopholes, bro. You ain't gonna fuck them up. Bro. I'm gonna fight you on the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys What's should be thinking hell? about pears. I'm feeling pears, yes. pear, baby. I'm feeling pear-y. Lick brick, baby. What's up? Lick bricks coming out. Are you licking on them bricks? I'm a brick licker. <laughs> All right. I wish I could weird be a brick licker. What the hell? Yeah, you said it. Yeah, a little, a little, a little aggressive. A little there. weird. I want to be a brick licker. Well, I wish you could, because you're gonna miss out on all the deer licking it. That does suck. That Go does west, suck. young man. Go west, young man. We're close. Cross we're so the river. Close. Yeah, so it'll be all right. They were cross the creek. Pears, all the craze right now. It's Peas crazy. and tubers. Pears. All the peas. 
they were piling through my supplemental feed and a lot that during that cold spell mm-hmm. i bet they were i was going through like two Cost bags of fortune two bags you, of big yeah, time mine are swimming the fucking river to get to lee's <laughs> big time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can smell the pear from there is that all, right. pear? all the puns that pear? um code wcb 2024 gets you into anything <coughs> from big time we'll see if that works for soil test kits this spring i don't joe's mm. soil test kits are different because that's a lot of third-party stuff yep um yeah which is cool um uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Huntworth. Huntworth is, uh, Whoa. I think, obviously, besides like our bow and stuff, the most used gear. Yep. You know that we hunt with because it goes everywhere with us. Um, whether or not we're hunting in the Midwest or Texas or Mexico or South Africa or Canada or wherever Mars, we're wearing it, wherever we're wearing it, we rock it. Um, and the patterns pretty well fit anywhere. I we had I had a comment on that when we were in Texas. Uh, someone asked how I like my tarnin in Texas, but, but and I feel like the Texas terrain and Mexico terrain is similar. Yeah, the same, um, kind of like from a distance, it all has the same color to it, you know. And I felt like I, I felt hidden. Yeah, you know. Um, I love that tarnin. Um, I pretty much rocked. No pun intended. No, no, no pun. No pun hidden. intended for the hidden is a pattern of them. Uh, disruption tarnin hidden, and uh, I rock the hoodie. Our favorite hoodie and the heat boost boost vest, um, pretty much entirely deadly combo. And then riding in a Jeep with no top or doors or windshield at night, it would get cold. And I forgot a fucking face mask, but you know what saved me? You had one built in. I had one built in. Oh my goodness! So I'm like, oh, I'm, amazing. Those are that's the best idea. I tell it I, is. I love it. It's especially turkey hunting. I'm like, fuck, my, I'm getting bit by skeeters. Oh yeah, face mask, whammy. How Doug's wearing it right now? Look how good he looks. That's the performance hoodie. I'm performing. You are performing. <laughs> Code uh, WCB15 at HuntworthGear.com. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Old Barn Taxidermy. Ooh. Oh, boy. My coos deer is going to be here like any minute. Austin's bringing it. And I'm so stoked. I was on the phone with him last Damn night up. when uh, Leah walked in with it. He's like, oh, there's Kurt's coos book. Ooh. He said it's weird. He's like, it's like a small doe with like, yeah, you know, I'm interested. With antlers. I am too. And uh, oh, be sweet. Doug's bear, full mount bear, I heard, is getting mounted or already has been mounted. Yeah. Sam said he stayed up extra late mounting it. Nice. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a picture yet. Yeah, you can't. You're not supposed to. I have. I'll tell you this. We got to get it. our addition done before that bear gets here because Sam, last night's like, it ain't going to fucking fit in here. It's getting to put tight. It. Getting tight. Yep. How'd you get it mounted? Just vertical um, standing or? No, not standing. Uh, like going up at up an angle. On. Gotcha. Like front paws up on a rock or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right on. I like that. It's sweet. I like that. That's cool. Have you seen it done? I've seen the form. Maybe. I've seen the form and the base. That's how I have my first bear I shot, my black one. I heard the form was like a polar bear because it's so fucking big. Well, let's relax. All right. Uh, (laughs) You can find Old Barn Taxidermy in Fort Madison, Iowa. Tell them we sent you. I imagine we'll keep doing... Every year we do a game head, um, shoulder mount, game head, shoulder mount giveaway. Yep. Um, If you go there and say, hey... WCB sent me. They put your name in a special draw bucket at the end of the year. They draw for a free shoulder mount. So if you go there, you could get your shoulder mount for free. And we always give away a shoulder mount or two at the shoot. Yep. In June, in June, June 15th. Did we draw for one this year? We gave one away in the the prize. I meant at, like, they did. Yeah, they did it. The drawing? Yeah, they handled it. Who won? Do we know? Mm, I don't know. They handle it. They do it. A hunter. Somebody did. Someone won. Garrett Goodwin won one. Yeah, the, the year before. Yeah, uh, I don't know who won this year. Hey, well, maybe it's about time to draw then. Uh, maybe they haven't. Or done they've it already yet. done it. I they just know. do it. It's it's they got yeah. the form, you know. So, um, anyway, 
good call, Lee. But yeah, we'll probably give away a couple at the shoot again, which is cool of them. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Trophy Line. Ooh. The Hyperlight series is coming. Did you see the podcast we did with them? It's metal from Epstein's Island. Who is Space Sean metal from Mars? Who does Sean know? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. Aliens. It is wild. It's fucking crazy. It's insane. You haven't seen it yet, have you? I haven't. No. Nope. Oh, you're going to see these things. If anyone who hasn't seen it in person, watch the video podcast on our YouTube because it's like us handling it and we show how it stacks and stuff during the podcast. Yeah. It's fucking unreal, dude. That's cool. It's made of magnite. <clears throat> really? Liquid hot magma. Magma. That's magma. Cool. <laughs> what it's magma. Hell that it's is. pretty awesome. But uh, Coach WCB works for everything on Trophy Line. Um, dude, there's so much new stuff coming from our partners. Grizzly is like revamped fucking everything. Everything. Um, the drinkware is like rubber coated now. And are you ordering new WCB Grizzly stuff? I am. Okay. Coming it's to- it's on its way. What are you doing over there? We'll have it for hey, trade shows. Hey, we'll have it for trade shows. So come to a trade show and you'll see some new Grizzly stuff with the WCB logo on it. Uh-huh. Code WCB Ooh. works for everything on Grizzly and Blackgate trail cameras. Code WCB10 um, is your guys' code to get you into uh, maybe your second, your third, fourth, or fifth, or your first Blackgate trail cam. Um, get in there. Try them out. We like them. We think you will, too. We love them. Love them. I need to get out there and switch some batteries. I know. My, oh, mine are still yeah. rocking. I got to get fucking shed hunting and then do that, too. Um, yep. Podcast. It was, it was also, all that smoke, I couldn't get to them. I was like, ah. And then I, I got sloppy. The same thing, that was yeah. what happened. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to get They stuck. died like right after the snow. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to The best one was that all shit. that wet snow was on like this big cedar tree. And it had a perfect view until all that snow got on that limb. <laughs> and then I had all, all the weight. <laughs> all the weight of it was right in front of the camera. And I started getting like 50, 60 pictures of this limb just moving back and forth. I'm like, duh. So I got on my app and I just changed it to set one photo and then lowest quality and like every hour dude it's like yeah. the longest i had something do. similar happen so you know what it got real cold and like froze yeah i had a limb snap off on and a main path where i had a black gate pointed and this limb with leaves all over it fell well then we got all that snow and every deer was on that limb just eating leaves off it dang it's still it's still there and they're up there just huh. browsing on it it's crazy crazy like i thought you put it there did you see the picture of yeah. it sitting there no mean it, it fell like, oh, randomly nice and i was like Sick. oh great this fucking and but every deer is eating on it Huh. It's crazy. That's sweet. It's crazy how just it's a branch with leaves on it. You know how pissed I'd have been if I went and pull, pulled my card and I had like 3,000 pictures of nothing but a limb where I can see it. What's nice on that black gate right there on your phone. I'm like, oh shit, now I got to change the settings. Setting. <laughs> yeah. No, and I don't have, have to that. go out there and mess with it. That, right. I waste so much time at work when that goes off. <laughs> Ooh. I got to check it. Ooh, it they're dangerous. Candy. I know. I just had to actually turn off the. Uh, the ping notifications. Now I just have banner notifications yep. on my phone from, from Blackgate. So it's kind of nice. Yep. Um, also, Black Ovis and Camo Fire. Camo Fire revolving deals um, every fucking 12 hours or something like that. And it's just mm-hmm. always changing. That's why I always say delete your browser history. Dude, all right. I got a surprise for you guys. We're going to Black Ovis here when we go to Western Hunt. And that, oh, yeah. when does this launch? This will launch. All right. We're just getting ready for leave for Western Hunt in like two days by the time when this launches. And uh, we're going to go to the Black Ovis headquarters, and uh, Craig's got a surprise for us when we get there. Ooh, do you know what the surprise is? I do. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to do a video. It, oh. I was shocked when he told me. But we're going to go through the Black Ovis warehouse and go shopping, essentially. 
Is it a contest? Like, is it one of those where, where you fill everyone your cart in 10 minutes? Cart? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just told you guys a surprise, essentially, but I don't think it's that, but I hope that it is. <laughs> we each get a cart. Mine will just be full of crispy shimmies. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you guys different. are... <laughs> you took them all. You can't take all the crispies, dude. Those are back. It's my cart. <laughs> he gets the wrong size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of them. yeah, I get nines and all of them. <laughs> Damn it. Just make sure you got enough room in the trailer. Oh, for all the stuff you're bringing back. Dude, we're fucking we're flying. flying. So <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Stop at FedEx and shipping all that. Yeah. Why'd you oh. guys bring 17 empty suitcases? <laughs> yeah. We we'll did that. You said we're going shopping, dude. We did that with all of our uh, uh, Alaskan gear when we sent everything up to Alaska. Me and, and Cody and Austin. And I, my mom works at, at a college, and I got a really awesome shipping fee uh, discount. Yeah. And, uh, but, it was going to be like $1,800 to ship our stuff up Yeesh. there Holy ahead shit. of time. Yeah. So it ended up being like 700 bucks, but still a ton price. of money. Pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, but uh, code WCB, everything black Ovis, you can, they have everything, dude. I. It's like, what do they have? They have everything. That's what they have. Yeah, all just of go it. look. You'll just find out. All of it. Yeah. No extreme stands. The hybrid. Ross, you haven't seen the hybrid stand either. I haven't got to see the hybrid. No. The little baby guy. It's like a tree stand and a saddle platform all on one. Uh, I've seen it's a, a video of it. Well, yep. do they have new colors on the Hilo and the Echo? Ooh, they the go. green. Oh, really? The green so is fire. I bet. Wait till you see it. It's mm, sick. like a hundred green. Or you don't see it. It's you'll never. You, <laughs> good point. Yeah, you're gonna lose it in a tree. <clears throat> it's great. Oh, sweet. It's the best to hide from people. Yes. Nice. Yes. It's the best color to hide from people, and that's really even the straps are green. Really? It's how so, smooth it is. It's the move. It is the fucking move. What's Cody, the name of this little this little one? They? The hybrid. The hybrid. Hi, hybrid. Yeah, they, I like how they kept it simple. They didn't name anything gay. It's yep. it's kind of, from the video that I watched, it, you can use it as a regular lock-on, or you can run it as a, yeah, you, a, you a could, saddle platform. You yep. could stand in it. I would have your tether tight, Yeah, you know, or however you got to do it, but you could stand in it, yeah. Um, That's cool. I'm excited for it. I, I'm, I'm an old, for my tree stands, I like my cast stuff. I'm Echo and Hilo. That type of thing. I do like with the hybrid too, where you can lift the seat up and sit on it like a boat seat. Yeah, you know, where you kind of just lean there, like before you didn't have really anything to lean on. Yeah, yeah. so they got it covered up. there. Um, they got good people on their team. Code WCB on all that, all that goodies. Uh, Mountain Ops will be out there at Western Hunt here in a couple of days, and the Mountain Ops booth making an appearance. Um, so hopefully we can see you there when we're completely out of our element out west, <sighs> um, in front of yeah. a bunch of Westies. Uh, Scary. Come hang out, make us feel like we're not uh, foreigners. Uh, but code WCB saves you 20% and donates five meals to conquer hunger. Um, also, DeerCast. We've been using the shit out of DeerCast for a long time. Obviously, mm -hmm. produced a podcast series for them. And now we have a discount code, direct link in our episode description. Click that, and the discount codes are already applied per whatever deal um, category you want. And Loophole Optics. Some new stuff rolling down the pipe here from Loophole soon. Mm -hmm. uh, but right Ooh. now, what, what, what shades you got, Performance Eyewear? These are the... Same ones you do. Yeah, I know. What are they? They're the... I always forget the brand. The Refuge. Yeah. I, I got a big fucking head. These ones are sick. So I like glasses that are like big and boxed off. Let's so, put them on. Because if I wear like the... <laughs> if I wear anything smaller than these big bastards, my they look too tiny on my face. Yep. And I just got this big blocky... God damn. Those look head. good though. You look good. You yep. look good. Do I? You look like you're ready to, to perform. You both look good. You know what they also look good on? The ladies. Damn right. They're... uh. Gender fluid, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> they are from Oregon. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no disrespect, loophole. I love your gender fluid performance eyewear. Thing is, a lady puts them on, you're like, looks good. But 
give them back. They're mine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Take them off. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> what do you think you're Get doing? Beat it. That's right. That'll be it for uh, the long-winded partner section of this episode. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, Corey's the man. I think we asked him a few out-of-the-box questions uh, from probably what he's normally um, used to. Yeah, for example, this will be a question to look forward to. I asked him what it was like being one of the few black guys in the hunting industry. Yep. And uh, I was like, ooh, I'm going to ask this. How do I ask it and not get killed by this yeah. um, dangerous person? <laughs> you handled it well. He's a cool dude, you man. Didn't get he's killed. the coolest. Yeah. I wasn't on it, but I was sitting there while we were recording and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you watched it, yeah. He's, yeah. I want to get him in the studio, man. When you yeah. get him into the conversation, he gets yeah. amped dude, up. When we, got, when we get into the fighting stuff, you could tell he, he just goes into it. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. He's a he's one of the top MMA fighters in the world. Yep. Yeah. He's an assassin. It's fucking cool. badass dude. So, that being said, sorry for the long-winded intro. We're kind of bullshitting through it and hope you enjoy this one. Appreciate you. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class bow hunter podcast. We're at ATA in I, I keep wanting to say St. Louisville. Louis. We're in St. Louis. That's St. where Louis, we're at. Yep. Uh, so hey, Corey Anderson's in the house. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate Thank you guys it. Thanks for having me. We're uh probably the second biggest podcast you've ever done. <laughs> we're just talking about he's like yeah i did rogan's and we're at the studio and i'm like oh man we suck yeah, yeah. We suck. <laughs> better so, late than never right yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well dude i appreciate you doing this for sure and yeah, thank uh you guys for having me i always listen to you guys when i'm going on hunting trips i go joe rogan when i'm done listening working class like, oh, oh that's dude. awesome I travel 14 that, yeah. 18 hours and those are what i'm listening to the whole time so that's listen awesome. my kids in the car because you guys get pretty fired <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry about that yeah, yeah. I don't I hurt, apologize don't hurt us that's <laughs> okay so well that's cool man well, i appreciate it yeah i want to get into it with you man because like you know big fight career everybody knows you for that and you're into hunting have you always been into hunting or is that something you found later on no i've always I've, i grew up hunting rabbits with my dad me and my dad my brother i had my hunter safety car when i was eight and I got a 14 right after that. So before that, I would walk the tracks with my dad since I could remember with a BB oh, gun. Him and my yep. brother had 12 gauge, 20 gauges. And then uh, when I got my 14, we still got that 14 in my dad's safe. It's a family gun. And mm-hmm. did that coon hunting. I remember uh, we went to this place, Northtown Mall. You know, the key, I think it was a Chinese restaurant. We went there, buffet. We love Chinese buffet. Mm-hmm. Right up. So we went there and we left. And there's this new archery range. It was like the target, 3D targets popping up and down. And we oh, had yeah. no clue. We never seen it. Like, what is that? And it kind of drew our interest. We went in and we talked to the guy. And that day, my dad left with like a Matthew Z7 or whatever it was, yeah. old school yeah. one. When they first started doing those dampeners in him. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, he would go. We kept going like every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. He'd pick up from school. We'd go down there and shoot. And he got me a little browning. And we shot that. So from 12 
to 16 because I got my 16. No, 16. It was my junior year. I was doing the 3D. And I remember at the football practice telling one of my teammates, like, oh, what you doing today? I'm about to go shoot 3D with my dad. Like, you mean like, are you? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You hunt? Like, what? Like, I got <laughs> rabbit and stuff. Like, no, with your bow. Like, I've never done it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pick you up in the morning. I'm going to take you. We're going to go hunting. Oh, man. So, like, I went and my dad had a climber and everything. He bought everything, which has never been. Yeah. And uh, I remember going out with my buddy, Steve DeWatt. I'll never forget. He picked me up at like 5, 4 5 o'clock in the morning before on a school day. Yeah. And we go, you know, you know how to use that? Like, it looks pretty simple. I can figure it out. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go back here. And I get into the product. Oh, this tree looks good. And I, I go to hook it and I'm trying to go up. And I probably got about this high. <laughs> like, oh, I can't get my feeling. I can't keep my feeling. Like, I'm just going to sit right here. <laughs> I'm coming out the wheel. Like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, I didn't get no higher. <laughs> like, did you see anything? Any look like I what the see hell are you doing? <laughs> like, I saw all kinds of stuff in the back. I'm like, well, you got to show me everything. And that was it. Well, ske- like, climbers are sketchy, especially if you're going to wing it, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I Especially if you've never used one here, here you go, and then just take it in the woods. Yeah, like, I've done the same thing, really. Well, I look back at it, and the, my dad still has it up in the attic of his building. And I think it was like somebody made this. Like It was, <laughs> oh, not, it was not. Like yeah. the thing you put your feet on was like a bungee cord. Oh, screw, yeah. Two Ooh, bungee cords. Yeah. That's two by not, four. That's probably yeah. a good thing you only went that high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not something you DIY. It's not no. TNA approved. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was, that was my start. And uh, I didn't really get hooked until... So I was coaching college wrestling, so I was 22 when I shot my first. I guess I've been going to the woods on and off. Mm-hmm, wrestling mm-hmm. season, everything was always in hunting season, so it was hard. Yeah, yeah. So when I got to college, or coaching college wrestling, I had the Christmas break off, and I went back and killed the 300-pound 10-point, you know, like on a bean field. And that's what got me hooked. I was addicted. Oh, yeah, you're in. You're in. Oh, that's crazy. And, it, and I wanted to keep going, but again, coaching, and it was hard. And then I got into fighting, and then I had got knocked out. This is when everything got into the industry. Like, I wanted to get in the industry. I got knocked out, and the coach was like, you're not allowed to come back in the gym anymore. Get in the hunting industry? Like, yeah, after well, th- at this time. This yeah. is what happened with my wife. So, I, it all happens. I tell the story as we go. Mm-hmm. But I got knocked out, and I was coming back in the gym. And the coach stopped. I'm like, you're not coming in. Uh, you've had two big losses, and I don't want you trying to make that your brain here. Go do something else. Mm-hmm. But they called me overtime because I'm always in the gym, so I didn't know what to do. Yeah, and then my wife, I had married into the Quisto family along with Custom Gear, mm-hmm. but I hadn't hunted as much because I was so dedicated to fighting. I was already mm-hmm. top ten in the world, and she was like, well, "Why don't you hunt? You know what I mean? Like you yeah. love hunting. Like right. on one of our first dates, you had to get up and or we stayed the night. You had to get up like early in the morning to go track a deer. Like you obviously love it, so go do it. But we was in New Jersey, never done it. We're there, went and got a tree stand, got the license and everything, got my bow set up. And I remember just being that first day in the stand, like a time being so dedicated to fighting, you always thinking about practice or yeah, fight right. and that knockout was a big one for me it was like like fuck that was if i would have won i would have probably got tired of fighting this and that and that's all i'm thinking about in that morning is the dark there's a sudden rising see the squirrel hear the squirrels and everything i started looking and you just kind of looking around just seeing just getting remember remembering how it is like these noises gonna happen but you gotta separate that squirrel noise to that slow buck walking in. oh yeah and then you start focusing the birds start chirping and you just started looking and before you know it it was probably like 8 30 I remember my wife texting me, like, how's it going? And I was like, damn, it's 8.30 already. And I hadn't thought about the fight. Yeah. I hadn't thought about nothing but just being in nature and just, yeah. I don't even know if I seen any deer. I was just so lost yeah. in being yeah. outdoors again. Yeah. Something I've been doing my whole life. And I was like, you know what? This is it. And that was October 18th. I fought the 17th and, well, October 19th because it was the weekend after. And then I didn't go back into the gym till february 1st because season in jersey ended january 3rd, I hunted mm-hmm. every single day that's awesome and it was because i was so lost it was like that yeah. was my therapy yeah i remember when the first day i walked in coach was like yo how you feel like what you mean like like where your mind at like i really want to go back to the woods I'm like what like i've been fighting my ass <laughs> so coach, like, i had a blast 
Like, so you're not even worried about the knockout? Like, man, no. So, oh, let's get back to training. Yeah. They're like, okay, we back. And I was just like a new Corey, everything. That's, everything that's awesome. In. Something else to focus on other than just fighting. Yeah. So a, lot, cool. a lot of people don't get that. Like, if you, out in the woods, it's kind of like therapy. Exactly. They don't, they, it is. Yeah, it, it really is. is. It's kind of I, I don't like know, I a reset like button. It's easy if you've always hunted, like, I've always been. It's like, you can take it for granted a little bit mm-hmm. for what it does for you. Mm-hmm. But you feel after seasons closed and you haven't hunted for a while, you kind of like, you you your mental you have like the mental urge to like clear everything off. It's oh, like yeah. a reset. It's especially, a format button, especially when we go into winter because then you just sit inside all yeah, day and you're, you're like, uh, yeah, yeah I just want to be outside in the woods. So, I, I always thought about that too. You're fighting and like I know like I don't know firsthand how much you know. I know you got to train your ass off and do all that, but I was like, man, to try and do both like and dedicate to it, like hunting and fighting, to me would be like impossible. It's almost impossible. It's hard. It's almost they, impossible. They go, <laughs> they go hand in hand. Like I was selling Lancaster, I did a little thing with them. If I don't train six days a week, two, three times a day, like it's my job dedicated for when the fight comes, I won't be prepared. And the same thing goes for hunting. If I'm not scouting, shooting my bow and everything until hunting season comes and I pick my bow up that first time that deer comes, you're going to draw back. You're going to be like, oh, shit, what eyes are I closed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, am i am i anchoring right and it's like yeah not sure you feel yeah, it's like not sure. so you have to keep them going and one thing i i always say you try to find is that balance mm-hmm. and one thing i also i seen a video the other day it's like you're gonna be super out unbalanced when you want to be successful or anything and my wife says it all the time you gotta have balance core you do the youtube channel all day you train all day but then you still try to make time for the family play with the kids and stuff those are the three things I have to do. Like I yeah, can't. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm not doing this today. Or I'm not going to play with my kids today. Or I'm not training because training pays the bills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The hunting show is a little high side hustle. We get extra that pay for like the property and stuff, the taxes and all that. Right. So we have to do it. And being a father, that's just I can't avoid that responsibility right, for sure. So I'm going to be unbalanced, but I'm going to dedicate my time to each equally. So I'm going to be just as good at them all. The balance thing is like hard too, because like with uh, with us trying to hustle this, like we. I mean, we feel that, that, you know, you, I mean, you sacrifice something to put it all in something else and right. all that. So, yeah, that's like a good way to like lay that out. Like something suffers a little bit. But, sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Like, sleep, sleep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which big one. is the most important probably yeah. to like be successful with the rest or just be balanced in the rest of it. You know, it all kind of mm-hmm. ties together. But yeah, I always wondered that too. Like in the, in the fight game, you're around a lot of big dog people, high status people, and you've been around them all. Do what's their reaction when you're like, yeah, I'm a hunter. Like, are they, is it shock them? Because I, I always feel like mainstream people, I don't know what that means, but I think you kind of get what I'm, it's like hunting for a lot of them. They don't even think about it. You so know? when I moved to New Jersey, they actually gave me the name big country. Oh, really? Big country. I came from Illinois. Yeah. My manager called, I remember what he called me to this day. You need to go to New Jersey. You want to be the best. I got a team. I want you to train with Frank Yeager, those guys. Perfect style for like, bro, I'm from the country. I can't go to New Jersey. <laughs> That's what I look like out in New Jersey. Like, I can't do nothing I do there. I grew up on a farm riding dirt bikes, horses, cows. Yeah. I don't, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, brother, trust me, you'll be all right. Like, ah, whatever. So I went, me and my brother went out there. And I first got there, oh, what you like to do? Like, I mean, I ain't go out there. Like, yo, big country ass. <laughs> I said something to the coach. Like, so you said 10 and Frank Yeager, UFC legend. Mm-hmm. To this day, I talked to him. They're like, oh, 10. Because the way I say it. <laughs> like, we don't say it like that. It's 10. Like, uh, I say a 10. Like, no, you say a 10. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and when I told him I was hunting, like, you hunt? Like, yeah. But they all made fun of it all the time. Like, oh, hunt. They did, really? Hunt. I got Frank Yeager hooked up with a bow, him and Roger Matthews from Jersey Shore. So I got them hooked up with some PSE bows and was shooting whatever. 
taught Frankie to shoot, come to my house and shoot and tune his boat up in the basement. Then the pandemic hit and everything. My One of our coaches owned like a pizzeria, one of the biggest pizzerias in Jersey. Yeah. And everybody was on shortage of meat. And he was like, oh, the price is this. I was like, I mean, I can get you some venison. Venison pizza. Like, what's awesome. up? Yeah, like, like, you let me hunt your property. I bring you here. <laughs> we split the meat. Like, no, my wife will kill me. I'm like, come on, coach. Like, you in the meat shortage. You need it. Don't yeah, you need I'm your boy. It. But then after that, everybody was like, yo, I want to go out, Frankie. I, like, I want to go out with you sometime. Everybody yeah. like, I want to learn. So since I've been in Jersey, I've probably, what, four or five different people. I done got set up from never shooting the bowls, setting up, shooting, shooting tag, whatever it is, and get them out in the woods and kill yeah, the deer. That's awesome. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really man. cool. I always, I always think about that, you know, when you see someone that is mixed up, like, and they hunt, like, What's the perception of other people? Because we see it a little bit, but we're from Illinois and Iowa. Like, right. That's common. Yeah. You know, most yeah. people know. But, you know, especially like you go to like the big cities for fights, you know, if they find, obviously you're passionate about it, they're going to hear about it. It's going to come up in conversation sooner mm-hmm. or later. It's like, what's their reaction about it's, it? But, it's it's kind of mind blowing too. Like in airports, you know, you sit down at a, at a bar somewhere and like, oh, well, what are you doing here making small talk? Oh, we do a bow hunting podcast. Kind of like, what the hell? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got the camo vest and just sitting near that guy. Yeah. yeah. you drinking, dude. I remember uh, after I did my black first black bear hunt in Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. So I just got picked up by this supplement company. And uh, so, again, New Jersey company. And they just foreign hunting. So, like, I've been to this. Before this happened, I went to a barbecue, like a company barbecue with these two people. And they ate, like, eight burgers, like bodybuilders. Just smashing him and his wife, smashing burgers. So I post the black bear, and she actually commented on my post, like, of me eating the meat. She goes, I can't believe you would kill a black bear and eat it. And I was like, you do realize that barbecue <laughs> that you ate eight cows, like yeah. eight burgers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's the same thing. And the next day, the owner of the company called me, like, I just fired him. Like, her and her husband both gone. Like, no. Oh, no kidding. Like, I wow. would not let somebody disrespect somebody, especially as dumb of a statement as that. that she's not realized she's paying oh, for meat damn. to slaughter, and you get it the healthy way. And when I got home, like, I want you to bring me some venison, and I'm going to do a post. Eating the venison, you cook. Like, oh, that's just cool. Show, like a shout out for me. Like, yeah, yeah. I eat it too. Like you eat it, so we're not gonna judge one of our team members. That was dope. I'm still with that team to this day, and they like family. Like, yeah, dude, that's, that's awesome. cool. Great I, company. I thought yeah. it was gonna go where the supplement company didn't understand it and had an issue with you killing the bears. Where I yes, thought it was gonna that, go because that on like unfortunately that's a common layout. Yeah, that you see, especially like big. Well, a lot of they don't want to touch it. A lot of companies are scared of that mm-hmm. stuff. It's too for some people. It's controversial. Well, you can't post. Anything like that on TikTok, you no, can't. You no. know, other companies I just got on TikTok. That shit horrible, bro. I just yeah. didn't know my anything going. like Oz against guidelines. Like, what are the guidelines? I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to find it. Like, what is, <laughs> what is the guidelines? Yeah. Is Everything the guidelines? you're about, you can't post. <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, like, why did I even start this? Everybody, can you oh, post you bike do? clips on TikTok? Yeah, you can do that. So um, you can post clips of people getting well, knocked out. Because thing, I see people do. I don't use TikTok fighting. I use it only for the hunting yeah. outdoors. Yeah. So my mind is, I can only fight for so long, but I can hunt the rest of my life. So I'm trying to build my brand and hunt it. For sure. No, I love it, dude. I love it. But do you think you would love hunting the same if it wasn't for fighting? I think so. I mean, it's always been some, like I said, growing up, I don't know if I would ever got into the archery as much, like mm-hmm. bow hunting, but growing up, that was just something we did every Saturday in the winter. It was rabbit hunting, coon hunting, whatever it is, walking the track. Yeah. And in the summertime, we load the boat up and go fishing. I was like, my dad had a riffing company. We worked all, all week long with him. Like, mm-hmm. that was it. And Saturday morning, if we didn't have a job site, we wake up and the boat was hooked up. Well, yeah, yeah. He woke up and he got the gun. Like, y'all want to go? I got the beagles loaded. Let's go. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. And yeah. Sunday we go to church. It's just a ritual. It's a family thing. Like, to this day, my dad, I try to invite him out to get on my properties now and get him some deer. Just so busy. Yeah. It yeah. It's hard. 
That's awesome, man. So let's talk about like what you're doing in, on the hunting industry side of things because I, I, <laughs> I watch a lot of your YouTubes on like, YouTube's a lot of your videos on YouTube. <laughs> your YouTube. But uh, you just want to get into some of that and we'll break it down. Yeah. So I mean, what you see is what you get. Like my man over here, he does the cameraman stuff for bare knuckle boxing now. So, but we started kind of like together when I started. I brand a lot of ish, the ideas by him. I met him at a regional fight and he was I was cornering. And uh, I had just bought a camera, A7 II, mm-hmm. and he was filming. I saw he had A7 III at the time. And like he's taking pictures, and I look, like, in between rounds, like, everybody talking to him, I look like, yo, man, what camera is it? <laughs> and I start asking him questions, like, yo, so how do you do it? And he, like, put me on, like, how to use it. And uh, so I pretty much, like, to this day, I still do everything myself. I'm a one-man band. I hunt, I film, I scout, I edit, I do all the posts and everything myself. It's mm-hmm. hard. Like, yeah, that's, that's a lot of work. Stuff, yeah. That's a lot of work, yeah. But I'm dedicated to it. Like, I had it at first. I finally just made a decision what last week I'm not going to do every week post. Because before I was, every Sunday, I was going to have an episode. Mm-hmm. Whether it's hunting, whether it's scouting, whether it's a product review, something. So when you train it two, three times a day, I got to drive to the gym and come home. I'm getting up early, training, come mm-hmm. home. And I got to have family time. Kids go to bed like 8.39. People want to do podcasts. Like, all right, do the podcast. After now, damn my podcast. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm whatever. My wife come like, be quiet. I'm trying to put the kids down. Like, I'm sorry. And then, like, so you come to bed. Like, no, I got to go out and build some arrows. I yeah. got to go out and fix somebody's bow. Or I got to go out and do this review. Lancaster sent me some stuff. Yeah. Black Eagle just sent me this. Yeah. And Revolut, they sending me these products. And I'm, it's like, and I'm out there till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning filming, self-filming, grabbing lights, moving lights, moving the camera on. Put it from the ceiling. Put the GoPro. I got three counts. I'm roaming everything by myself <laughs> with no help. Got it. With no help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah by myself. Yeah. There's over saying done. And look, it's like 2.30. Oh, shit. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get up. I gotta get up in an hour. I said, I get up. My alarm goes off at 6.37. Or the kids come in at 5. I get up and ice bath. Do my Bible reading. To the gym. Come home. Now, midday, kids taking a nap. I'm trying to edit a little bit. You know? Yeah. I do right. a little bit of editing just to get it started. Yeah. Just get the template, all the videos and premiere. And I come back and cut them. And then, in, <laughs> if I got time, draw down to the property an hour. Yeah, and yeah. scout. You know what I mean? Or go to place. Never ending. Yeah, but Never that's ending. just my hey, determination, dude. dedication. So I yeah, hire it. somebody. I don't trust nobody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I trust he's over me. there. He's like, no, I mean, that's the only person I trust. Like I tell anybody, like Nick, my kids call him Uncle Nick. Like mm. he can come to my house whenever. That's my man's. Like I've got a time. He need to come grab some. Come by. Yeah. My wife and kids love him. I'm on Facetime. Like, I want to see Uncle Nick. Wanna... That's my man's over there. And yeah. Like I said, we I made a post the other day how I started five years ago. And he commented like, bro, we had so many what ifs like mm, in the yeah. basement. Like we was in a small basement in my house in New Jersey and just like, what if we put a light here? What if this? And he's like, what if one day, just like, what if one day like I can full time take photos for like fighting and you can actually like blow up? And it's like, I think we can do it. Now, five years later, he's like the main camera guy for bare knuckle boxing. And yeah. I'm just running at this, still trucking away and just getting the sponsors. It's crazy. We're talking about like, we started this together. It's kind of cool having him here to see the people come up and be like, oh, man, I follow your stuff. And we just smile at each other like, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we did this That's in the cool. basement just well, it's with an ideal one day. And hard I work, it. dude. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <clears throat> you, I, I get the you want to do it all yourself. You don't trust anybody. It's your baby. It's your mm-hmm. project. But, you know, we got an intern right there. And that dude for the video side, it, that is, is changing the game for us. Jordan's been with us like six months-ish. And he is killing it. You got to get just get an intern that you like, you know. Cause I think, dude, you're you're gonna get to the point where I know you want to touch everything, but you're a big dog, man, and you gotta have somebody trust that can like me. I help want you. To. <laughs> I, trust me, I tell my wife I need to delegate somehow. Yeah, and I put yeah. posts out there, and I never hear no feedback. 
and I know where I get some random guy. There's one guy that reached out, and he's he, I've seen some of his work. He's pretty decent, but he doesn't live close. Yeah, right. that's I a problem. Mean, I had to fly him yeah, or travel. travel all the time. Like, I need somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, my neighbor's son, he does film and everything and pictures. It's like, I don't, he doesn't understand the lighting and all that. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he's graduated yeah. high school, so it's cool to help him, and I throw him some cash, but. Like, I look at this stuff, and I'm looking like, ah, oh, you just don't get the light. And all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't see the details in what I was trying to yeah. capture. He'll sure. get there. That's tough, too. Like, yeah, I get it. You know, you want it to be done a certain way. I'd be, the audio stuff, how we do it, I'm I t- I'm weird about it. So I, I get it. But I guess if we did podcasts every single day and cranked a new episode every week, like, we'd all have to be, you know, we'd have to delegate it. We'd yeah. have to balance it a little different where... Is we can do this like Jordan handles the video stuff now, so mm-hmm. we can. Eric runs the store. Doug doesn't do anything. I'm just here. This looks good. That's looking, all. Probably looking pretty with the grizzly hat. That's it. <laughs> Rocking the sponsor stuff. Yeah, you know? it keeps that mustache coming. The billboard. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough work. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough work. But I get it. I completely get it. But man, I think in time you'd be like, oh, that's the best thing I've ever done. Oh, I'm try- if I found somebody close, I would do it 100. percent That's the thing. It's like, oh, I can only make it up on a weekend. Like, okay, that weekend. And I also, yeah. I got to tell you, I coach college wrestling, too. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm not training, I'm on the road. Coach. What, don't, what don't you do? I, yeah. That's the reason why they call me overtime. That's the problem. I don't know how to sit still. You're just yeah. always It's rocking. like you're always working. That's The name used to be 25-8. It's like if everybody's going 24-7, Corey's going 25-8. And that was it. Jeez. He's a 25-8. Then it got voted the number two worst name in MMA. And my coaches was like, we got to change that. <laughs> and then Frank Yeager was like, overtime. It's the same thing. Yeah. But that's, I'm, I got my hands in so many things. It's like, I take care of like cutting the grass. Anything wrong, fixing it. I do it all myself. Yeah. My wife's like, you, time is my, we can pay for somebody to do it. Like, wow, I can fix it. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Why would I mean, you pay don't, somebody? You don't have time. Like, I'll make time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. I, I see. I mean, that's why you're successful, successful because you you're doing it and you're doing it right and you're dedicated mm-hmm. so I, it makes sense and no one's going to tell you not to well first of all who's going to tell you you can't do something like, <laughs> right it's like hey dude i don't want any problems you just do it i just get- advise you i can't tell you but i can give you some advice <laughs> yeah it's like hey listen <laughs> fuck me right <laughs> i can't say anything to you right but yeah i don't know it's it's cool to see like i i like that you're in it as people know and they consume your content or watch your video it's you it's all you so i think that's cooler for mm-hmm a listener or a viewer or whatever to kind of like be related to your brand like i had somebody tell us yesterday why don't you drop ship all your merch through your store right like i th- we could do that but i think something's kind of cool that you handle all the i like handling it myself and making sure that it's right packaging it's right. it shipping yep. it like it's different like you know when you order like merch through us it's from us from it's not being drop shipped from where it's stored in a warehouse and yeah. or whatever there's an efficiency thing that's what they're suggestion yeah. was like it's, oh you do better if you did this and i get the, another thing is like like i said being relatable to the everyday hunter mm-hmm. it's like another thing people say oh you should go to this guy service i tell you oh, i'll never pay for a hunt yeah I still knock on doors yeah. i don't tell them who i am people are like oh you don't tell them no i'm not gonna just say i'm curious i live up the road or i'm curious i'm in town and i get no's all the time i'm sure if i told them oh, i'm a ufc for this and this they're probably giving permission but <laughs> yeah yeah I, and I show it all. Like, I shoot those. I miss those. And I put them on episodes. Like, yeah. I, yep. I let everybody yeah. know this is as real as it comes. Like, my guy got one take. What do you say? One take, make Nick. Because I don't do recuts. If I stutter <laughs> or say something, like, keep it going. I'm just going to put it in the episode. Like, just redo it. Like, nah. It's real That's as it cool. comes. I don't fabricate. I don't That's script. awesome. I like It's that. like, you, you kind of operate. I'm gone. Let's go. Yeah, you kind of operate. Well, I mean, our podcast, it's easier to be just be like, just say whatever, roll however. 
But I respect that. I think that's cool. Be yourself, man. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. That's what I want. I want the everyday hunter, especially it started more like, I realized there wasn't a lot of African-Americans in it. Mm-hmm. I was at the bow shop one day and a guy came up, like I said, seeing a professional fight. Like, what? You're Korean. Said, what are you doing here? He's like, I hunt too. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to start a channel just to show a different light because everybody yeah. know me as a yeah. fighter. Yeah. Yep. Nobody know me as a hunter. It's like, yeah, I get people to hit, up, hit me up all the time. Oh, I got a ranch. You can come out here. Yeah. I'm like, I'd rather just public land or I bought my own private land. I got three properties of my own, but I'm out there doing the work. I'm yeah. in the food plots and I'm doing yeah. the scouting. I'm hanging the tree stand. Yeah. I'm doing, I do everything myself. Nothing is yeah. paid out. Not, yeah. But mm-hmm. that's relatable to the everyday hunter because sure. not everybody can afford the land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, shoot the same bow for the last two years i can get a new bow if i wanted to yeah but yeah i love my xfs that's what i'm shooting you know yeah yeah i respect and, that man yeah, that's, that's cool i want to be relatable i don't want to be nothing against the guys that shoot the big deer on paid ranches and mm-hmm. high for, hey we'll go <laughs> <laughs> like i do veteran events i'm doing a veteran event next week where we go to texas and high fence because everything in texas is high fence but yeah I'm not against it, but my style is I'm gonna go knock on the door, mm-hmm. hit the public land, pull my e-bike out, and go scout. Yeah, right. you ever have guys chase? I mean, they're not gonna chase you too close, but chase you around like I'm public. Like oh, I know Corey's over there. I want to meet him. Or like, do you ever have that people run? One into time, you? one time in Jersey, he saw my hat. He's in the like, tree. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. Like I'm running park. up on him in the dark. <laughs> <Did> you, like, <laughs> like, I parked in the parking lot. Nobody. They're like, oh, cool. It's supposed to, nobody's here, and I'm probably at this point like three quarters of a mile in. Here's some guy. Hey, I'm like, well, he can't be on me. I'll say you hear him like running up. I'm like, hey, like you cool answer, right? I'm like, yeah. But he didn't know me as a fighting. <laughs> Could also have a tracking dog. Uh huh. So the guy that dude, what don't you do? <laughs> I taught him at all. I just, and the guy that taught me that was the same guy that taught him. But again, I trained my dog, and he was running up, just ask questions. So yeah. Like, yeah, I see your dog and she's killing her. She's a great dog. You do all that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, Luke told me all about you. I didn't know you hunt this publicly. It's my first time out here. Like, what did you even I'm trying about? to hunt it right <laughs> now. I'm trying to hunt it right I'm now. trying to hunt it. Like, what You're really ruining from? this right now. <laughs> like, I do everything. Like, yeah, I guess. I don't know what else we're going to find out. Like, where are I, I don't do with soccer. I will not. I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play soccer. But everything else, I'm cool with. That was very specific. Like it you know, was. Like you don't do a soccer, so you got everything else. <laughs> I, it. I did roller hockey. I did inline skate. I did skateboarding, dirt biking, foil. I tried to do everything growing up. I played just about every sport. Just uh, not I, soccer. I was a yeah. roofer. I was a salesman for a trucking company, wrestling coach. I'm, yeah. Like my dad always said, why do you think my collar is always up? I never turned nothing down. Like, <laughs> that's just how I've been. You got an idea? I tried. I tried anything once. Yeah. Yeah. But soccer? Nope. I'm not running. <laughs> no soccer. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Hey, something you mentioned, I don't think this gets talked about enough, but I think people try to avoid it because it can be awkward, especially white dudes talking about, like, there's not a lot of black guys in the industry at all. There's a couple, like, Frank Archie's one of our yep. best friends. Does that, like, does anybody, I don't even know how to ask the question without sounding like an ass. Say it, do you, bro. Do you ever, like, get any, not, not, no one's going to be mean to you, I wouldn't think, but, like, any feeling of that? Like, it, it's, it's a white country folk <laughs> you, like, thing, typically. Yeah. Right. Like I said, I'm not going to do it. That's probably the scariest thing I do in my life. Really? Oh, really? That's the scariest thing I could do. Because not only being a black person, but look at me. I would not fuck with you. 6'3", 240 <laughs> pounds, and I don't smile much. So if I, come, <laughs> I come knock on your door. It's a little old white lady. So, so my thing is I'll knock, and I'll bag if it's a portrait. Walk all the way off the porch or walk back so you can see, like, I don't have it. I'm just, yeah, yeah. And then some people, like, I try to crack the door, like, can I help you? And I have to try to. Get out and help me. You know, I'm not interested. And they close the doors. It's like, I, I get never thought about that. all the time. 
And my wife, she hated it. Every time I tell her I'm going, she's like, I get so scared. You do, just, can you tell me where you're going? Uh, what am I going to do? Send you a pen every time I pull up the house? <laughs> like, but you never know. Like, yeah. Anything I, I happens. True. I never I even thought crazy. about that. I would never think of that because, you know, but it, yeah, I guess if you're in rural America and it's like little old ladies that you wouldn't expect it, you know, I exactly. get that. But yeah, I guess I never even thought about like that would be to a point could be. But like, do you ever like feel it face to face? Like oh, besides oh, yeah. that from other hunters oh, and stuff? Yeah. Really? Oh, that's crazy. To Especially me, like if you're on a public land, like I say, you pull up on public land and you don't see any cars. And when you come out of somebody there, you know, sometimes they're waiting to see who it is mm-hmm. and they see and it's kind of like, you see, like, hey, I've seen my wife. I go with my white boys and they're like, oh, hey, you see anything? And I've come out by myself and they're like, you want to hear often? Roll their window up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 they're like, oh, we got one or somebody else here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like one of my neighbors, my first moved to Jersey, he cool as hell now. But at the time, he didn't know there was another hunter. Mm-hmm. So we all got our own little properties, but you got to cut through his to get to the public land behind my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, I had a cop with me that night. I remember he was out there drinking, and a bunch of headlights came out of the garage. I was like, oh, shit. And my cop boys with me. Don't worry. I got it. And they came like, yo, what you doing back there? Like, I'm hunting. They go, oh, you hunting back here before? Like, it's my third time. He was like, you ain't shooting by the house in here trying to stay cool. And my buddy stepped up. Like, what's the problem? I was like, no, I just want to make sure uh, he's legit. Like, yeah, yeah. like, I'm a cop. There's no problem. He gets yeah. out here. Now me and Tom were cool like over time, but yeah, he yeah. didn't know at first. It was the first time seeing the black guy out there. It's just yeah, it's a culture shock to people. Yeah, yeah that's probably the best way to culture like shock, yeah. Like yeah. I said, when I was at the bow shop and I got like you're Corey Anderson, but I could tell it wasn't he was surprised it was Corey Anderson. It was like, what the hell are you doing at the bow shop? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Like, I love this, bro. Like, I'm hanging out with my man Mike and yeah. But does that bows. does that make it cooler for you though? It does and it doesn't. Yeah, because at the same time. I think the biggest thing for me now is because my son is really into it mm-hmm. as well. But it's like I got to teach, teach him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And right. then, so my wife is white, the crystal. So mm-hmm. he doesn't look like, as he's black, but he doesn't look like he's light skinned. He can pass for either. Mm-hmm. And he's more outgoing, energetic. He's like, he has no fear. Four years old, he'll go talk to a random stranger at the park. Mm-hmm. And I'm CJ. This is my sister Nina. How are you today? Yeah. And you can see like, <laughs> Different white people, some white people look at him like, and some, oh, how you doing, little man? Yeah. And it's hard. It's going to be hard to teach him. Like, we can't, like, the way my father told me, I know my father's a little overzealous, but we can't do everything they do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people going to just been times growing up when we was rabbit hunting. Like, we've done it with our white friends all the time. Same train track all the time, no problem. But me and my dad and my brother go, it's all the problem. Cops mm-hmm. will be at the truck. Like, you can't be here. Like, We've been here for yeah, just six, seven years. We talk. You can't be here. Somebody complain like it's not even their property, but we walking behind the house. Mm. And then I had incidents in high school, like just different things. I was in all white high school. Yeah, so I, de- yeah. I think I've dealt with it. So I'm kind of I'm not comfortable. It's still nerve wracking, but mm-hmm. I understand it. At the same time, my right. wife get pissed, and I tell her you gotta get used to it. Yeah, I was like, what you gonna do? Because she got a black kid. I'm like, what you gonna do the first time you come home and when them tell you they got called the n word? And she's like, oh, I freak it, but you can't. Yeah, yeah. You can't because I can't. Because if you freak out, somebody go off on you. I can't do the same thing you can because I won't get away with the same. Yeah, it's like one yeah. my occupation. Look at me. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm a threat automatically. If I put my hands on somebody, it's a problem. Like you gotta. Yeah. So you don't have to take everything with a grain of salt. It's just like people won't accept me. Some people will, and it's just like I said, take it like a grain of salt. I knock on the yeah. door. Some people you can tell they want to cuss me out and say something, but they see how big I am. They just no, we're not welcome. Close the door. And it's just like on to the next one. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. you got the right attitude, and that's like. Yeah, I we would never don't have to experience that in in the space, you know. But it's something I've always like not thought about. But Frank, you know, we're yeah. good buddies with Frank, and 
He he jokes around about it. he's got a really. You, did have you met Frank? Works for Big Time. For, for who? Uh, for Big Time. I, was, I remember you had somebody on the show. Was a black? Was that Novix? Or was a black? Yeah, he worked. Yeah, he yeah, for yeah. Novix, but he works for uh, Big Time. I haven't now. met him. Before. I met Nick at Big Time. Yes, I didn't met Frank. Oh, yeah. oh you got to meet Frank. Yeah. Oh, he got in last night, so we'll go down and introduce you. He's okay. the best. But he uh, he's from like Champaign, Illinois area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's from like in in town in the city of Champaign. Yep, and uh, like similar story. Like he started hunting with some buddies and stuff like that but he jokes around uh, he he finds humor in it with us and cuts up with us but i think it's cool like to me i'm like that's like it's just a neat thing it's something you don't see a lot of I, you see a lot more of it now especially mm-hmm. with like it hunting is like hitting mainstream with rogan and yep. more people being aware of it so mm-hmm. more people are getting into it but it's something i always just like one to ask you know I mean, it's a question we get when i ever i'm talking to somebody with like a a platform. And I was asking, you get that backlash? Do you feel this? Do you feel that? But my biggest thing, I think the thing I get the most, what's the word I'm looking for? The enjoyment out of it was like yesterday was walking. It was a black couple. Mm-hmm. I was here and they came up. They followed me. I was like, come up. I love everything you do. I've been following. It kind of like, you can tell that it's kind of like not whispering, but not loud, but like I'm a huge fan. And pretty much saying like, it's just good to see another black person do it. Yeah, Instead right. of saying that out yeah. loud, because all the people around, they didn't want to, that attention, like, oh, what you mean, black? But it's like we're not racist. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're not necessarily racist, but like my wife would say, she's like, I'm not racist, but if I'm walking down the aisle and I see a black guy, I grab my purse. It's like unintentional. Mm. She's married to a black man, but she still doesn't think about it. It's just you when you grew up in a white community, but now you in a dark alley and you see a black guy, it's just a ha- just clench your purse a little bit. But it's not like she's racist because you married a black man. Yeah, yeah. It's just just a lot of people well, in the any dude not, in the alley. Not, <laughs> any dude, right. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily. Because yeah. she said specifically, like, I'd be a lot more comfortable with a white person than a black person. Oh, That's what my wife told me. And just like, I'm not saying people here are racist. They're just not used to seeing a black. Yeah, for like, sure. I can see like right now, it's probably three or four of us walking around. And I walk by a booth and people talking to me or ask for a picture. And I see like that old white guy at the booth kind of looking, trying to figure out who is <laughs> yeah, who are, black. Yeah. Like, who is Watch people all on them just because it's shocking. <laughs> yeah. As for if it was a white guy taking pictures, it's like they look and keep moving because that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. They see, hmm. like I said, a black guy with the past, like you're only supposed to be here if you are uh, a business or yeah. a <laughs> manufacturer or a company doing business. You just see something and they ask them, who you with? Like myself. Like, oh, what are you? Like a YouTube channel. Like, oh, okay. And I give them my spin. Like, oh, that's pretty cool after you yeah. talk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But initially, it's kind of, it throws them off. Like, I'm not used to seeing them. I think that's cool though, but yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's I think it's cool to talk about. I mean, it's honest, but yeah, I mean, I get it. But you got to be honest. They came up and said, like, "There's a lot of crazy white people here." That's what they said. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, crazy you white Because <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with y'all, I love it. Yeah, no, we got to go. We had to introduce you to Frank, dude. He is the best. Like, oh, he is. He, so it's the only time he said the n word on the podcast, and he was so embarrassed because he like as friends, and I looked down, I was like, "What, Frank?" And he was so red faced. He's like, "Oh, dude, I, I was like, I'll edit it, but can please keep it because it was hilarious. That's so funny episode." But it like that's his way he talked. It, yeah, he but to. he it's friends. the only time he's ever said it. Like, yeah, like rarely says it. He said it joking around, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's comfortable with y'all." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's one thing Daniel Cormier told me. Like, I hang out with him for a fight camp, and when you at him in the house, the way you see Daniel Cormier on TV, mm-hmm. and you see him in his house, like completely different. They told me, I was like, I'm the same person, just more professional. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. be loose with y'all in the house, but it's like, as a f- public figure, as African American, I can't say the N word or yeah. something crazy. Like, I actually said the word, the R word, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, slow, whatever. But I wouldn't think about it as we was meeting with the owner of a big company. And right as I said it, DC started talking over me, and I'm thinking like he was being rude. 
But after in the car, he told me, like, bro, you can't do that. Like, what? Oh, yeah. Like, we've been talking cool, but you can't right. slip up and say something. And for yeah. a, a professional person, they take, some people can take offense. You don't know. Their son could be slow. Yeah. You yeah. don't know. So I, st- I started talking over you to cover what you said. Yeah. yeah but you got to yeah. be careful. Like, you can never slip up. You it's, just- it's hard to navigate in business, man, especially nowadays, like, how you portray yourself, what you say, how you say, all that yeah. stuff. You got to be careful. But, and that's like, Frank is awesome, and when he said it, it was hilarious, yeah. the way because we were all joking and it made it funny, and it was like a comedic moment for the podcast. But our community in hunting has tried so far because the stereotype, right, to get away from that mm-hmm. vibe, and uh, you know, so it's just not a good look. But it was funny. The podcast was funny. Was funny. Yes, yeah, yeah, like it was just a good moment. But no, yeah. I mean, we can get off that topic. I just think it's it's cool to talk about, and it's I think it's neat, like. For for you, I think it's cool. Like I don't you know. talk about the topic. I don't. Like you're you're, said, a, you're a captivating book, figure. I'm a open book. Anything you want to talk about, I've always. I ain't never hid from shit. Yeah, you know oh, dude. I mean? Yeah, I, I believe you. I answer <laughs> My parents and my wife. They hate like you just say too much sometimes. But like that's me. I have. Yeah. My mom, my wife says you got diarrhea at the mouth. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love it. You don't have to know if I like you or not. You don't wonder because I'm gonna tell you shit like, dude. Get, on my face, like, <laughs> like, I don't like it. or your breath smells like shit. Yeah. Like I'm that yeah. guy. You got <laughs> like, diarrhea mouth. Yeah, like, I don't care. I like that. Anymore. I don't want to sugarcoat somewhere. You think like, oh, my breath ain't that bad. Like, no, your breath smells like shit. Go breath. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> bad. Go yeah. breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I Go think that's a, that's a good quality. I think some people have problems with those qualities, but it's better. Oh yeah, it's better if oh, it's yeah, like for sure regulated <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, I think it's cool because you know, like what you see is what you get. Like you said in the beginning, it's like. You're not hiding anything. You know you're legit. Like if you mess up, you're gonna talk about it. Talk yep. about you know, but all the time. That's awesome. that happened. What was last year? You before we did a Halloween hunt. Me and him and I was like, oh, they gonna come out. Just since it's starting to go, books are gonna get crazy. They gonna come. And it was just weird weather. Nothing came, and a doe came in from further away. It looked bigger. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it's a big doe. And we're shooting, I got up and like, fuck it, small. I'm like, hey, we put film it. Roll yeah. the camera. <laughs> Roll I said, like, yo, dough small than I thought it was going to be, but guess what? It's going to eat well, veal venison, baby. I could have just not put the episode out. But yeah. no, it's like, I shot it. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to show it to the people. Let them mm-hmm. know. I'm making mistakes too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I thought for sure. sure it was a bigger dough from far away, 35 yards out. It was glass light. It looked bigger. Unfortunately, it wasn't. That's the reality it. of it. And it's relatable. Still got it. That's What's it. like when you yeah. used to watch, you know, it'd be like network outdoor TV. Mm-hmm. You'd see a guy make a shot that you know was a fatal shot, but not a Kill double shot. long walk over there and fall over. And then, oh, here he is. Yeah. Well, I'm a picture with a heart shot in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just like found it right away. It's like, well, they didn't show anything in between. There could have been yeah. two days in there yeah. and they edited it to look like it just went over there and fell over which you know i get it because that doesn't always need to be seen on the mainstream right and things have changed from like the early 2000s hunting shows you know mm-hmm. but you see that and we my dad and i had a joke like oh if you're filming it they die quicker <laughs> and it's just like well no it's just edited to right. make it look like it went better than what it was you know like you can mess up and talk about it and to me i think that makes better content mm-hmm. i agree yeah, people relate but the thing is it's just in this industry, so many of uh, so many people on YouTube, especially, it's like it's hard to get the traction you need to get it out there, mm-hmm. unless it's like a big buck. And, yeah, yeah, like the only episode I've had do really good this year is my massive fifteen pointer I got. Mm-hmm. And, like all the other stuff is like it's getting views, but not really getting the traction. Yeah, because yeah. the thumbnails you can it's hard to do a thumbnail without a big buck on it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like oh, it's just another deal. 
Oh, just another guy hunting, you know? Yeah. Even though when I don't kill anything and post episodes, those don't get anything because the thumbnails don't show anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not an attention grabber. It's not, yeah. If I go to a ranch where they got 200 and something inch books all the way up, like, post a picture of me in here. Oh, I want to see how he got yeah, it. Right? Yeah. I mean, get they don't all care these. where you got it. They just want to see it. It's yeah. Just, so I understand it's going to be a hard road for me, but I'm, I'm a hard worker, so I'm going to keep working at it. Yeah, man. And That's I think awesome. too, like, just staying true to your content. Like, yeah. It's like handcrafted. So mm-hmm. I think I, people get uh, attached to that more, you know? I think so in the long run too, because a lot of the like the fads of YouTube like come and go and people don't realize how much work like we talked about with the, like podcasts coming and going and hunting shows coming and going and you see people here in the industry for a couple of years and then they're gone and they got sizzled out. But yeah, I think if, if you stick with it, you gain that like foundation and then it snowballs, you know, so mm-hmm. and that's the fad of anything, not just industry. Like people, oh, you should do this trend. You should do that. And I'm like, yeah, that guy, he went from zero to a million subscribers or followers, whatever. Yeah. In that year. But then now it's been two years. Where's he at now? Yeah. 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 You don't see him. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, crazy. He, he took, made his money for a while that year and people was endorsing him. But in the long run, he had nothing else. Once that fad was over, what else did he have? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. when I'm just being generally me. Yeah. All the time, I was like, yeah. that's gonna be me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not gonna be, oh, what am I gonna feel now because I don't have anything that's gonna trend and get a bunch of clicks. I can always be me the moment I wake up, the time I go to bed, and just film it. And eventually, I always tell people, like, when I coach college wrestling, like, you can cheat and do steroids, but then when they catch you, now people aren't gonna respect you, you know? Yeah. If I just work the same me all the way over and over and over, it might be 10, 12 years from now before I start growing. But guess what? They're gonna look back and say, dang. This guy started right mm-hmm. there in his basement with yep. like an Amazon camera for 35. He came this far. It's been the same the whole time. Like he is general, uh, organic, and honestly him. Like there's nothing fake about this yeah, guy. Man. And that'll make people stay even longer. Cause when I fall off, ain't gonna be no fall off. Like, but when you fall off, and those people are like, oh, what happened to that guy? He was the one who hit wonder. You'll never be able to say that about me because I just stayed me. That's yeah, a good keep doing way it. to think about things. Yeah, yeah. it's like transparency is just better. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to like put a show on yeah. right you know there's no act i'm no kobe covington you know what i mean like, <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Like he was yeah. he was gonna get cut and he started his whole persona but now like the persona's getting him attention but now it's like on the outside he gets yeah. a fight and he wants to sue somebody You're like you bro you can't talk all the track yeah yeah it goes hand you gonna be me if i say i'm gonna whoop you as in person if i see you in person i'm gonna whoop you ass. i ain't gonna talk <laughs> get away from me i don't have security it's like no yeah i'm me if i say something i'm gonna do it. if i don't say something I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. That it would be exhausting. Like you imagine not like putting like, on yeah, like a persona. Every, like we walk in the door and you got to be like a whole different person. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, like everybody, right, I talk, <laughs> everybody I talk to, like I can't stand COVID. But, oh, he's like the nicest person ever. Like you meet him in person. He don't do any of that. He help people out. And they get on the mic and talk all this trash, disrespect somebody's family. And they come after me. Oh, I'm suing. Like, Again, another loss. <laughs> Bro, like, why don't you just fight him? Like, go to the gym and fight him. Like, no, nah, I'm gonna sue. He broke my watch. He broke my tooth. I got brain damage. Like, go. Oh. Is it uh, Cam Haynes is good friends with Colby, isn't he? Uh, I don't know if he's good friends, but I know he promoted him, him and Trump and all that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no problem with Cam Haynes, but I just have a problem with Kobe Covington. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like the fakeness. I don't. I don't do fake. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like my wife said all the time. We go places, even if at the gym, it's somebody I didn't. Had beef with in the gym, and we got into a fight or a disagreement. And just I don't, I don't effort that person no more. Yeah, and they show up at the gym. And, you know, people that fake, fake, fake front on. Like, oh, hey man, how you doing this? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, what yeah. Up? Of course, I look at them like, what's wrong with you? Like, 
Like that didn't happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we act like that didn't happen. Yeah, like, yeah. We we get along now because people are around. Like, nah, I don't. I don't. Fuck you with don't do that. Right. Yeah. I was like, that's it. Like, you just <laughs> not my people. So. Yeah. Was, did have you ever in the fight career? Did you ever get anybody? And I don't know how it works. I'm not obviously not in it. But like, did anyone ever be like, hey man, it'd be good if you like maybe talk some shit or oh, like yeah. did this? They UFC try to push. Told me that. They try to push that's you to do that. That's why I left the UFC. My what before the Johnny Walker fight because they they try to give me that fight for a year. If anybody know, I didn't fight from. New Year's Eve until November 4th when I knocked Johnny Walker. And that was because mm-hmm. all year they kept giving me the Johnny Walker fight. They kept sending the same contract every day for 11 months straight, but the kid wouldn't even rank. And I just beat uh, Glover Teixeira, who was number three in the world. So why would I beat him? Yeah. I won a title fight. Uh-huh. Right, right. And why would I fight him? They called me to the office, and Hunter Campbell, who's the executive CEO or CFO or whatever, he literally sat me down and said, Mr. Hans, I'm going to tell you straight, straight forward right here to your face. Like, you are probably one of the best heavy 205s in the world, and you deserve a title fight. Social media, it's just the following isn't good. You have to go out, and you got to stir up some confrontation. Oh, you got to do kidding. something. You got to get people behind you to make people want to watch you fight. Because it ain't about who's the best anymore. It's about who's going to put butts in the seat. Oh, that's true. And so you have uh, to do something to get the media behind you. Sucks. And I tell them, like, that that's not me. I'm a country dude. I don't care about making money. I want the belt. That's it. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not the game we're in anymore. Mm, and then after man. I Wild. beat Johnny Walker and got him a little media, I talked a little trash, but that wasn't even getting out of my persona. I was just pissed at the UFC. Yeah. Like Donald Trump was right there. And it was like the biggest night I could have had. Donald Trump was there. Dana White case. Uh, Johnny <laughs> Walker, the biggest guy, biggest favorite on the car. I knock him out in two minutes. And I go up and I flick Donald Trump, Dana White, and the whole crowd off like everybody. <laughs> like, and that was just all the anger that I had from them telling me, like, in order yeah. for you to get a title fight, you got to do something big. And like, I wasn't doing to do anything big. Like, I was just pissed. Like, yeah, right. you were just having a real reaction. Like, I told Mick Maynard, the matchmaker, like, the week before I signed a contract, like, you know what? I'm going to take the fight, but it makes zero sense. Like, the kid's exciting. And they said, if he beats you, he gets a title fight. He wasn't even ranked. And I said, now, if I beat him, what happens? Nothing. Like, Nothing. we're just going to see what happens. Like, that makes sense to you. Like, you don't have a following. He has a huge following. And I said, it makes zero sense. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to knock him out in the first round. He makes no sense. And then we're going to see what happens. And he kept saying, there's no way, everybody's no way Corey's going to beat him, this and that. And well, I'm not, that's why. And I fought. <laughs> yeah, you beat York. him, it was violent. <laughs> I, I trained at the gym across the street, and I was booed by the whole crowd. And he was shit. And that really pissed me off. So when I knocked him out, I was, everybody, <laughs> Daniel, everybody, like, oh, everybody yeah, like I told you. I bowed down to Daniel White, so I told you, I made no consent. And I got fined $10,000 and no you know, shit. Was a lot of shit. That <laughs> like, I blacked out, to be honest. I had to go back and see it. Everything that was pent up just like. Just came out at once. <laughs> when, yeah. you're, when you're like knocking him out, do you feel like, are you calculated? Do you, like, do you feel present? Like, oh, he's go- I'm knocking him out. At like, that moment, I don't remember. I remember hitting him. The last thing I remember, he had me like in a clinch. And I remember hitting him like the upper uh-huh. And I remember his head just going back. And I just, and I just blocked out. I heard my coach say, let go. And that just means just go crazy. And that's exactly, I remember, I'm black and I remember hitting and the ref grabbed me. And the first thing they find me 10,000, like, I'm trying to still hit him. And the ref grabbed me. I get in his face, like, yeah. I remember I heard him. I was like, take your fucking time, motherfucker. And I went to like swing at him, like, get the fuck. And the ref was right there. And I cut, the ref was like this tall, so I don't see him. I cut him by the back of the head and I snapped him down to the back. <laughs> that was strike number one. <laughs> you got fine for that? Yes. And I went over, flicked Dan off, and I'm like, man, no fucking. And I started flicking the crowd off. That was fine number two. <laughs> I jumped on the cage and started like grinding the dance, like, yeah, but. 
<laughs> that was fine. Number three. They seemed like this thing with like five different things. On the list. <laughs> you actually made no money. Yeah, like, like, I actually owe you money. Like, yeah, like now you got to pay $10,000 fine. Like, yo, like, I don't remember this. Yeah. And it was like, put my hands on a ref. Like, what? And I'm like, yeah, bro, you like, go watch the replay. Like, you got to watch this foot. And I literally, when I go to swing, I catch Kevin McDonald's head with my club. Nah. Go like that, and it pushes his head down. Like, like oh, <laughs> and he pops back up. Like, so you put your hand on the ref. Like, but I didn't intentionally. Like, yeah, I right. Yeah. You were, you were in the yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, I don't remember any of this. Like, that wasn't me. <laughs> but, dude, that fight was badass. <laughs> it was, was. It's violent. I love it, dude. <laughs> you're like, watching, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, that was, even Joe said, like, that was not, you've never seen Corey Hansen get worked up like that. Yeah. But it was just the medias, and there was no way Corey's going to be, he's going to get his brain splattered. Walking out when, as we walking out, he's going out first, and they stop us in the tunnel. And he's probably from me to the door, and we looking at each other, and people can see him like, "Oh, Johnny!" And the crowd starting the whole arena, MSG packed, screaming, "Johnny!" And you were in the crowd, just looking at him, just smiling at you, and that shit is like it's pissing you off anymore. Yeah. Oh shit. And we stand there for like thirty minutes because Donald Trump is working his way in, so Air, Air Force One, Air Force One has everything on lockdown. So for thirty minutes, I look at this guy just bouncing and smiling at me while everybody's screaming his name. And it's just like, you just get just eating at you. Oh, oh. I'm in there with my shirt off and it's cold as hell, but I'm sweating. Like, I'm like, <laughs> he dances way out and everybody cheering at Frank Sinatra, New York. And I'm like, oh, they're not even cheering for me. <laughs> and, I was, and then, dude, everything snapped. How does it feel walking out through that? Like, what's, do you think about shit when you're walking or you just kind of start like said, black, that, hitting the black like hole? I said, that one, yeah, I, don't, I can't tell you, but most of the time it's like, I'm so focused. Like, I got tunnel vision. It's three faces I see. My wife, my mom, my dad. That's the, everything else. I see the hands out and I give them hands. But it's like, I see my wife. I think it's just because she's like so white. <laughs> like in that tunnel, that one little spot. It sticks out. Like, oh, that's my wife. I give her my oh, hug. Kids, and my mom was always next to her. And my dad, I give her a hug. And then we keep going we're back so to the <laughs> she, just, she just sticks out in the crowd. You know what I mean? That black dark circle. That little face. Love my little ginger booty. That's my baby. <laughs> Funnier shit. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, we get out. And after that, everything is tunnel. And the sound is like everything is. Like you hear it, but it's muffled. I've always had this when I was wrestling. Like, I'm so coachable. I hear three things. My two corners, my striking coach, my ground coach, and the ref. That's it. Everything else, you hear the the 10-second clapper. You hear, you ready? Let's go. But after that, once, it's more like once the cage closed behind me. Like, you go in, and it's like, you're always nervous. But you go in, you bounce, and you bounce, and you hear, chink. That lock went in. I was like, here we go. Oh, Oh, shit. I got another man across here from the kill. We both train. We both. I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill this dude. We go kill. It's like you gotta think. You that crazy? It's another grown ass man. <laughs> yeah. You train. Yeah, another eight, assassin. Nine weeks this thing. Like I'm gonna kill this guy, but only one of us can walk out. And it's just. But it's like after that, you hear the ref. And I see the ref. You shake your head. And I hear the coach like, "Remember, move fast. We're on the oil. Or move left." Like yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's like once you go, it's like, and even when a sold out crowd like that, I can hear my coach like Jack, like a lot, just like that, that clear. Like it's a, you can hear a pin drop. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. Coach like, Jab, all right, the shot's going to be. And you hear it all. Crowd's going off. I hear in the background, Jab. It was like, okay, boom. It's just like you get so focused, you don't even notice it. And the craziest thing, like when you get a finish like that, well, not that one because I was blacked out. <laughs> but one, it's like you get a finish, like I'm dropping elbows on the guy and the rest of it. That's it, that's it. And it's like you go from, ah, like, oh. And the hit you like, oh. Where am I? I? Where am I? <laughs> where where'd all these people come from? Yeah, I did this on a sold out crowd, like. 
Oh, you just, dude. <laughs> you jump on a crowd, you, you point to your family, you're wild. It's like, <laughs> you can't help it. Dude, but it goes from like imagine. nothing to, uh, like, it's a ton of it. like, what the? I think the, <laughs> the craziest one was uh, Cuda Chiba Brazil against Fabio, or not Fabio, not, uh, Shogun Hua. Uh-huh. UFC legend in yep. his hometown. Yep. Sold out outdoor soccer arena. Oh, dude, that has uh, that shit. It was like wow. two o'clock in the morning, but it's like hot as sh- walking out. <laughs> they got the walkway probably smaller than this table and the crowd is hollering, you hollow away, which means you will die in Brazil. And he's like, and my coach is a Brazilian. They grab him, they punch at him, they grab him. And it's like, even it's like, it's still tunnel. You just feel people jerking you. But just tunnel vision, but you feel your body get jerked, like grabbing your shirt, like, holy shit, what the, what the <laughs> hell? But you just tunnel vision all the way there, like, come on. <laughs> then when it's all over and I said, open up, you realize how high it is, like, what's how to sit out here? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, put your hands up, you want? Like, no, we didn't. We're not. Like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it was like, crazy. like, what the fuck did we just do? We out in the arena. That would be scary. In the morning. <laughs> Well, is that intimidating, like, just the Brazil like, culture? Like, Well, doing- my first the fight before that was against the Brazil. Now, that one was scary because it was a small arena in the slums of Sao Paulo. Yeah. And, like, it was so small. When they started doing that, you, I was the first guy to walk out. And I remember they opened the curtains. Like, they wanted to see something. And I was sitting there bouncing. And the Brazilian crowd saw me. It's like, oh, I don't know what they said. But my professor was like, oh, they know you're coming now. And I was like, here, you, how I went. And they all stumped after this hit. And the whole arena picks up. And it's a small arena. So you feel the floor just shaking underneath you. just like, oh. Every time it sounds like you, I was like, what are they saying? Like, you will die. Don't tell me that. Don't like, like that. Like, we in his hometown, too. If I beat him, we're going to probably get in trouble. He's like, they probably won't like it if you win. I'm like, guess I got to beat him then. We're going to run up out of this. And you walking out, you hear the crowd just, you are. It's just that shaking on your feet, you walking. But every step, it's like, oh, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 I shouldn't be here. No, like, I should not. Like, why not take this fight on the week? No, no. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Dude, do you even get buck fever? Not that. I'd get the shakes, but like before the shot, I used to get it all the time. But I killed the the big 15 point. I'll show you guys a picture here in a second. Now, just throwing that, I saw it for the first time ever that morning on camera. Went out and showed the farmer. He was like, I've never seen that book. That's fucking huge. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to be able to shoot it, to be honest. This thing's so big, I might lose my my shit. Yeah. And when he came came out, and I didn't even think about it, drew back, shot, but right after I shot it, it was just like, oh my God. Oh my god! I'm like hitting the tree, like, oh, oh. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm looking at the camera. When I posted, my wife was like, "You gonna put that on your YouTube? People gonna like make a meme and you make it funny." Like, I don't give a fuck. Become a meme. About like that's what it's about. Like that's adrenaline, dude. I can't. You go from you're an assassin, you're you're a killer, and you still get buck fever. I don't feel yeah. so bad about losing my composure. Like, okay. I shoot a doe when I start shaking. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember the first time he's seen it, I'm like, bro, you're like, I can't help it. I can't help it. It's just, it's just like, no matter what, the first year of the season, I'll shake. Like, it's really that exciting. Like, I love this show. It's not like, <laughs> shit. Dude. So, when, like, See, that's deer, how you do it, Like, when a deer's show Rogan. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a. Oh, yeah. Holy Dude, cow. you pinwheeled them too. Yeah, you. I was in the stand five minutes. I was in the middle of doing my intro, <laughs> setting up smokes, my stuff, man. and I like I hear someone bust out the brush. There's a doe running down the cornfield. Like, oh, okay. So over he got. Maybe she hot, but mm-hmm. I think about like, fuck, the wind going that way. She's gonna hit my scent. Front gonna be ruined before I even get started. So I'm like, let me get my bow. Start so pulling my bow up, and if she comes, she stop here stomping, mm-hmm. and she's trying to find me. But I'm in like three trees in my saddle. Like I'm in the middle, so she can't see me. Mm-hmm. And I know we hear bra. Bro, he come running out. He stopped like 
20 yards behind some deadfall, looking dead at her. She's looking at me, stomping. He's like, wondering. He started walking towards, and I'm already at full draw at this point. Just touched off, and he pinwheeled. Probably was a deadfall, a tree down by where the wall is. He went, jumped over the tree, and died right on the other side. No yeah, kidding. Yeah, so do you, like, get the tunnel vision for deer, too, or no? I don't, it's hard to explain to you. I don't even really think about it. It's like second nature. Yeah, like yeah. Just, it's preparation. Practice so much. It's like, yeah. I don't, like I said, it all happens so fast. Like, I was only in a tree six minutes. And I had to like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's better that way sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I pull, as soon as I get my bow in here, I hear, bro, and I look on. <laughs> Take my shirt off, just get my arrow. Didn't even get the other camera, just the GoPro on me. And I was like, I remember seeing the video. I put my hand on right the turn the camera, turn a draw. And it's just like, you just practice so much in the yard and both shops. was like, yeah. Anchor, nose of the string, keep either both eyes open as one, and just find the pin, float it, float it, ready, ready. And I'm like, oh, he's right behind that tree. I gotta wait till he step out, wait till he step out, wait till he step out, wait till he step here. Pop. No, no, I'm like, and so the head's like, oh, that's your smoke. That deer is that deer is Oh my god, what just happened? <laughs> it's like, dude, is down, down, dude. That's the deer you're talking about. And I saw, I saw He's like shaking. flipping. Like, like, yeah. like I'm punching, fine, I'm punching fine. tree. I'm punching tree. Like, oh, he's getting fired. Oh, dude, uh, I just, I think it's crazy. Like, I would be. I mean, you're prepared, right? And you're good, but so fucking scared walking in to fight in the UFC, hmm. and then it's like to see that you still get like nerves to you or emotion right. or like mm-hmm. buck fever excitement adrenaline i just like i feel like it my expectation would be like it would numb you like that crazy high intense fight situation would numb you for a lot of everything else but so that's cool it shows like how cool. i said i think the scariest thing i do is knock on doors though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fighting is like it's still nerve-wracking like you always nervous i think my last fight was the most nervous i've ever been like i thought i had covid like i've been waking up that day and it was just so much online for me because I knew if I won that fight, my next fight was the title again. Mm-hmm. But if I lost, that was probably it. Like, probably wouldn't get title shots. Too many young kids coming up. So it was like do or die, and I was super prepared, but so nervous at the same time. Yeah, the first time I had Frank Yeager in my corner, and I remember all, like, they came in the room, and I had heat up. It's like, nice. I'm like, bro, it's burning up. What are you talking Y'all high? Like, I'm cold. Like, you high? Like, I'm, I'm straight. I'm just cold. I guess the water level, maybe? And we get to the arena, and they put me on the, to check my vitals. They put, like, you're okay. Your blood pressure and stuff is super high. And frankly, he about to fight. He's going to fight another man. What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> and when he left, I was People like, I was like Frankie, is this normal feeling? Like, bro, I feel like this every fight. Like, I've never felt like this before. Like, that's good. I mean, you're nervous. You got something on the line. Mm-hmm. Keep that. I'm like, just like the last Ooh. time you was nervous, we fought together. You went out there and put on a show. Do it again. And I was like, but the moment they wrapped my hands, all of a sudden, I was like, all right, I'm cool now. I'm cool. Like, I told you, it's going to happen. And it, it's just if you walk out there you train 15 9 a week whatever it is no matter what i've 27 fights in my career they call me right now with a contract all that butterflies gonna hit and like you feel confident throughout the whole camp until you get there and you think about the what ifs like oh i didn't do enough oh this guy's better than me oh this guy might knock me out oh what if he throw that head kick oh what if he catch me in a submission it's just the what ifs like mm-hmm. anything can go wrong but then like i said when you hear that chink here we go. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being hypnotized. Somebody snapped it before. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. I didn't did this. I didn't train my whole life for this. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to let this guy embarrass me on live TV. So I got to go out here and fight my ass off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you don't want to be a meme. That's uh, yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, crazy to think about. When you, you go home and talk. She used to fight too. Like, can you believe we fucking do this for a living? Like, why? Like, why <laughs> do we do this? And every fight, I had that same thought. Like, why do I do this? Like, yeah. before I go talk to one of my clients, like, I don't want to 
I really don't want to go to the coach. Like, you got to. Like, why do we do this? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every fight, why do I do this? Yeah. Like, this is the most nerve-wracking thing. Like, what if I get knocked out on the public TV again? Or what if you get hit with that shot that you just don't recover again? Mm-hmm. Now I'm a vegetable. Yeah. It's like, it's so many thoughts that go through your mind. Mm-hmm. Then it's all over. Saying, they're like, well, I can't fucking fight through this again. Like, give me <laughs> yeah. a fight right now. Like, I want to fight tomorrow. Yeah. Then you get back in camp. Like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy emotions. But it's the same thing with hunting. It's like, you put that chase on, you see that deer. Yeah. He don't get in the he don't get in the range. Like, oh, we'll get him next time. Next time. Yeah. Then when you finally get him, it's like, oh, oh, it's like. But then the chase is over. Mm-hmm. And then you watching trail camera pictures every morning. Trying every morning, you wake up trying to find. Oh, I got another one in Kentucky. Yeah, I got one in New Jersey. Yeah. I gotta get this. Like, oh, I'm gonna get that one. And or you sit in the rain yeah. and the cold all day. You're like, why the hell do the, I do this? The what is when you're in the the what is in the tree stand is so much. Just like you oh, go through a lot. Yeah. God, I should have yeah. been here. I should be there. Or oh, you there in the tree set in the book, you had to show up at another camera. <laughs> yeah. I knew I should have went there today. Like, that's I was right. That's when I was like, I'm quitting, honey. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you're there the next day. Yeah. I had that feeling like uh, late November because I hunted like so hard this year. I'm like, I, I like, I'm grateful to be hunting. I was like, in a little, little glimmer of, I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this. Especially when you run hunting hard. 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 Oh, yeah. Hard. I only had seven days in the trees and I was tagged out this year. So that Dude. was. A blessing. Take it when it happens. Every yeah. year, I'm usually out there to the last minute or eating tag soup. But this year, I have seven days. Then after that, everything else was just a bonus. And mm-hmm. people like, oh, you want to go? Like, sure. I go and end up getting another buck. Another one come out. Like, I'm not going to shoot one. No it's pressure. Not, I'm just here hanging out. And all of a sudden, a big buck walk. Like, oh, That's <laughs> when it happens. Though, I got man. three bucks mm-hmm. this year. Only one to one. I was done. Unless I go back to Jersey, which is next week. Because mm-hmm. I got another house. I was going to fill that freezer up. But other than that, I was like, I don't really care to hunt. If you're like, oh, we're going to Oklahoma. You want to come with? Like, oh, I guess I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, I get the only book. Like, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Well, you got to take it when it happens like that, man. But, dude, this has been fun. I want to get yeah. you to the studio one of these days to yeah, hang man. out. It's no Joe Rogan experience, but we'll try our best. Well, if you heard of Joe Rogan, you actually know I was more excited about talking hunting than anything else. Like, yeah. The last yeah. 30 minutes, like, all right, the show's up. Like, no. Nah. I want to talk hunting. Yeah. I was like, fuck this fight. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking hunting. That's it. Like, I don't do fight media anymore until fight week. But I do hunting media whenever. Like, I love awesome, it. This dude. Is, yeah. Like I said, I can only fight for so long. For I sure. Hunt for the rest of my life. Yep. I with my kids, and that's something I just want to, I cherish. I love, like I said, you see how excited I get talking hunting. Oh, yeah, dude. I love it. My wife, like, you don't get excited about anything. Like, I wasn't excited when either of my two kids was born. Like, I was there. I birthed my second child at home. And still wasn't excited, but when I came home with that deer, time I got it. It's like, Corey, you're never as excited about anything. Like you weren't excited when you won your fight, when you had the title of it like this. Yeah. Hunting is just a whole other animal. I get like, it. I love it. I get it. It's awesome. Crazy Down what it makes us bones. do. Make me yeah, we need to get you in the studio and just do a four hour. Like I said, I podcast. wanted to come, but I thought I was gonna have a fight. And now they say I'm gonna have a fight mark. It's just so hard. Because we've been messaging for a little while about yeah. trying to get a podcast. That's why it. I don't buy tags. I don't do draws on tags anymore because I'll draw a tag and they call me for a fight. It's like a waste. So I didn't want to book for you. I think yeah. it was like April was you was out till April. Yeah, and I didn't want to book till April. I also have fight in May. Mm-hmm. And I don't leave. Fight I was like, May. I don't want to be in the middle yeah. of that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. I'm gonna be at the ATA. And I almost didn't come here. They called me last week. Like, oh, we got a fight in Saudi Arabia. We want you to do in February. So I was gonna leave. Like I didn't miss out on three hundred Chad Mendez because yeah, say, hum, some pop up. We want mm-hmm. got a fight for you. When and it's the day after the hunt with pack with Chad. Like. Like, I'll call Chad like, Chad, sorry, bro. I got to do it again. He hasn't <laughs> called me in like two years. I canceled three hunts on him. Now he hasn't called me in like two years. Nah. Like, like, I, <laughs> he I knows it. what you're doing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but he said, like, I understand it. Make your money, man. Yeah. I asked him, like, how do you do it? 
Like, how do you hunt so much? Like, I just say no. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> I like I oh, that's why. Yeah. I like making money. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that small little detail. I, like I can't money. say no. I like making money. Sorry. Dude, it was awesome talking to you. I yeah. appreciate you doing this and, and yeah, listening, which is crazy, but that's awesome. No, thank you guys for having me. It was fun. Yeah, we'll get you into the studio, man. Appreciate it. Uh, where can people find find you? All right, All you your check stuff. me out on Instagram, on Outdoors at Overtime. I think the same thing on TikTok. That's new, but you can check the stuff out on YouTube, Outdoors with Overtime as well. It's me holding. Actually, no, it's now it's just my logo. Just uh, this this one you probably can't see it. Well, but it'll be on the cover art of the episode. I'll put yeah, it in there. well, there it goes. And all the episodes, like I said, live as they come, no editing, straightforward bloopers and everything. They're right there. So awesome. awesome. Uh, if you guys find it, please go in there, give me some views, subscribe, thumbs up, leave some comments, whatever. Help me out. Help me help you. So with that, cool. Thank you guys. I'll link it all in the episode description so they can just find it right there and mm-hmm. we'll rock it. Good. Thanks, Appreciate brother. It, awesome. guys. Thank you. You know what to do? Go shoot your bow. Later. Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.